From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State, and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors, with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. Oh, it's a good thing these mics are off. Hey, welcome no back. Kidding. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Uh, I'm the only one in here today that's uh, still here. Glenn is out. He had to go do some stuff at church today, cook up some fish and all that kind of good stuff. And Jonathan is uh, with Bill George down at the uh, Florida Sportsman Show down in Fort Myers. Uh, Carlos is sitting at home hanging out with his daughter. I know she had a birthday this past week, so he ain't coming in. So they're out celebrating, having a good time. So here in the studio with me this morning, we have uh, Vince Noble, the uh, the Don of uh, yes, Indian Rocks Beach, otherwise known as Big Shug. <laughs> Come on. And, I thought uh, we could go one show without it. One. <laughs> hey, you brought that on yourself, man. Big Shug is in the house. And then uh, Dean Frazier, who is a uh, commercial fisherman and a uh, uh, guy who likes to get out on the water a lot and uh, cause trouble. I'm surprised his videos aren't up on YouTube uh, and on local media, but... That's another story. Uh, Justin is uh, in the house. He came down to for a visit. We haven't seen him in about uh, two years. No, it was the yeah. last year he was here with Carlos, too, and your brother. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. When we had the little uh, mini reunion. Yeah, it was a little show, but it's not like my once a year invite. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't invited. You know what I mean? Hey, I invited. I thought of you, brother. If his voice sounds familiar, it's because probably uh, more than half our listeners have spoken to you on the phone when they call in the show back in the day when you were running things over on the other side yeah, of the Yeah, and they all know my sign parrot gem yeah so i mean any of the jamaican voice or the the cowboy voice or it's all your, your, it's your all weather good. update my weather update get, Man, out, get sure out there and get you some i sure could use some business cards. come on say it right dude get out there and get you some there it is yeah, yeah. The and yeah. then uh captain jim pollard uh he's here with big daddy sport fishing he uh, decided to come in today uh no charters today obviously on a beautiful saturday I don't know why, because this would be a perfect day to be out and go fishing. <laughs> I had a busy week this week, so I'm going to actually take the afternoon, actually detail the boat, get ready for, I think the springtime is going to be coming early on us. You know what's really funny is, uh, speaking of captains, uh, you know, uh, the guys put some money together and got me a little uh, charter for the kids with Captain Little, and we're supposed to go out, I think, in April or something. And it is so funny how all you guys don't want to do anything on the weekends. It's like... I really don't want to put my boat in the water on a Saturday or Sunday because it's just full of crazies. Mm-hmm. I'd like to go in the middle of the week, Tuesday through Thursday, perfect for me. But Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, forget it. I do not want to be on the water. It's it's not being on the water. The tough part is uh, the boat ramp. Mm. You know, those boat ramps can get crazy and people, you know, there's a lot of people that don't know how to back a boat in the water. This is true. And and <clears throat> I think that it should be mandatory. When you go buy a Ferrari or you go buy a Bentley or you go buy any kind of car, even nowadays with the new cars with the smart technology in them, usually your salesperson will sit down with you and walk you through each and every item on what works in the car. How to hook your Bluetooth in, how to, uh, you know, do whatever app and check your oil or whatever it is. They go through each process of what you need to do to drive that car and do it the right way. When they sell you a boat, it's like, 
Thank you, sir. Have a great day. Take it out of here. Have a great Bye bye. Because they already assume you know how. If you're buying a boat, they but already you assume you know that. what you're doing. You can't do that. I mean, uh, seriously, I think that they. If you have to have a certificate now to to drive a boat, what is it now, Dean? What age did uh, you have I, to? I don't remember the exact rules. I just remember when I worked at uh, Loggerhead that how many boats smashed into other boats because they couldn't control it because there was a little bit of a wind coming out of the south and it was pushing them against the dock and i watched a brand new pontoon like literally the first time the pontoon boat went out it was coming back in and it was hauling through this little canal that we had there and it the pontoon hit the side of the dock and punctured it first time out and the guy's like i I don't know it just got out of control people whiskey throttling all the time people are just in Launching out of public boat ramps is even worse. Oh yeah, well they the think that, you see. I love it because people people think that when you, as soon as you put it in reverse, it's like a car that you're going to go instantly in reverse, and not knowing that forward momentum, you have to overcome that. And when you put it in reverse and you're going, it's not stopping. It's not stopping. <laughs> it's not. There are no brakes. And you know, it, ca- uh, Memorial, Memorial Day last year, I launched my boat and uh, it was just going out, just cruise, you know, and uh, I go and park my truck. I come back, and the amount of time it took me to walk away from my boat, go park my truck, and come walking back, there was a truck and a trailer under my boat. What? Guy, Submerged? He, he didn't put it in. He didn't put it in park. He thought he had it in park, and it just he got he jumped out of the truck. The driver door knocked him over, and everything just went. Good lord! Straight I, into the water. I, I know that. I don't know how many. Uh, I don't know what the numbers are for how many new boat owners there are every single week. And I'm sure the numbers are pretty high, uh, you know, because people come in and they're like, as you pointed out, they just buy it, hook it up to the back. The guy shows them up there, you know, tags all good. Okay, go have fun. Be safe. And they, they turn you loose. It is such a pleasure to see a well-oiled machine, uh, especially if you have two guys that know what they're doing. You get the one guy who gets out. He already knows his role. Puts the truck in park. He gets back. He unhooks the front of the boat. The other guy climbs in, gets in, gets everything done. As soon as it hits the water, he's got the engine on. And he's as he's backing out, the truck is already pulling out. And they, he just idles out there waiting for his buddy to come back with the keys, go to the, end of the dock, boom, 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 jump in the boat, and they're gone. In a perfect scenario. I remember Glenn and I sat out at Camp Mac one time watching these people try to back airboats in. And fifteen guys standing on the dock watching these people just it was a it was crazy town trying to back those things up. Guys screaming at wives, screaming at girlfriends, no, cut the wheel down, go down the other way. <laughs> Finally, somebody inevitably on the dock goes, Ma'am, do you want me to back that up for you? Do you want me to do that for you? You know, no, 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 she's got it. Instead of even taking the help. That, you know, it's like it's an ego thing. No, she's got it. Don't worry. I know what I'm doing. Well, you may know what you're doing because you're sitting in the boat, but she doesn't know what she's doing. Well, how many times have we talked about we should just get a cooler and just go sit at Maximo and just, you know, hang out and watch all these ones? One of the worst boat ramps is go up the, up the 60 on the Courtney Campbell. Go up there on a Saturday afternoon or I, Sunday. I don't know, dude. The just... Park Boulevard Bridge one's just as bad, if not worse. <laughs> I, I, all I know is that, uh, Dean, you're the uh, YouTube guy. Uh, you'll have to go su- uh, search and see. Somebody smart's got to have just basically why are you picking boat on ramp, <laughs> a boat ramp backup YouTube channel. Well, the, 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 <laughs> thing I, the thing I the thing I tell everybody is is put your hand on the bottom of the steering wheel. If you want that trailer to go left, move your hand to the left. 
you want the trailer to go right, move your hand to the right. And that's the easiest way that I've had to tell people how to get it back in and take it, take it easy. And if they have a single axle, some very small movements because a single axle trailer is going to hook on you in a heartbeat. Yeah, it turns real fast. Runners and all that. But the, uh, you know, dual axle and triple axle, and now they're making even bigger trailers for bigger boats. Um, believe it or not, those are a lot easier. Because they, they turn slower. They don't react as quick. Yeah. And and that, a lot has to do with speed. Your speed backing well, and, up and all that stuff. And on that whole boater, you know, the safety and all that stuff is a lot of people don't want to go out in the wintertime. But if you're a new boater, wintertime in the morning, a little bit after sunrise, put your boat in the water and just go take it easy. Because you have those wintertime low tides. Mm-hmm. You get to see things you normally don't see in the spring, the summer, and the fall. And you'll know exactly where those high bars are. And everything changes, you know, I, you especially know, I, after hurricanes. Irma, I love this Irma time of year. A lot of stuff. Yeah, and, and I love this time of year when the fog rolls in. You drive across that bridge, and it literally looks like a mirror. There is not a ripple on the water. It is a great time to be out on the water. Every time I drive across a Gandy, and it's like that, I just think, Ben, go, dang, this would be a great day to be water skiing out on the bay. <laughs> and there's your tip of the week uh, by Captain Jim Pollard, living the water life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, I don't know. I just, I just assume that. Um, as you go through your boat training, when you have to go get your little uh, learner's permit or license or whatever it is that you know all kids have to do now, if you're born after a certain time of year or a certain year, yeah, I probably um, need to get it. Yeah, and the thing is, is uh, but they never do back in the boat, you know, training or anything like that. They sit you in a boat and they, t- you know, they kind of go through all the steps of what you need to do to operate the boat safely, which is all great, but. Getting it in the water is, is usually for a lot of people the hardest part. It is. And uh, it's it's embarrassing. <laughs> Not only for somebody who's doing it, but for the actual people that are standing around it. You're like going, dude, you're making us all look bad. Well, Seriously. I, I tell people, you know, if you need help, ask. You know? But that's the point. And they I, they I, won't offered, even do that. You know, my help at times. and it's He has. And it's, it's so cool to see because when people are frustrated, you are the first one to look. What do you need? And That's they're what I'm like saying. Flabbergasted. And I'm not going to do it for you. Like I'll, I'll help you. I'll walk you through it. Like, like I said, put your hand bottom of the steering wheel. Like, wow, I've you're never, a I never knew something so small like that making such a huge difference. I would put the boat in for you, but I'm going to do a smoky burnout on the ramp on the way out. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> hey, when, the, all right, when those get, motor running, sometimes you got to do a drop and go real fast. That's class. right. Get out and go. <laughs> We're going to take a real fast break, you guys. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by Brandon Ford and G5 Feeding Outdoors. Stay with us. Welcome back, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors. Hour number three. I didn't even realize it. We were in the third hour. Man, this we're halfway through the third hour. It's blown by. Dude, seriously. Uh, Braden, Vince, Dean, Justin, and Captain Pollard are all in the studio today. Uh, <clears throat> Justin, uh, our old producer, has uh, come down to hang out. He came all the way down from up, way up north around the Hudson area. It is a long drive. It's surprisingly long. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a long way. You get you get a lot of time to think about life and who you are. And, and you were here first, too. I was. How is that? How is it that I get here first? I've got the hour-long drive, <laughs> and I'm here first. You used to always get here first, because well, we'd have to go wake you up in the car, knock on the window. It's because somebody's got to prep for your show. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. That's the show prep. I'm here. I'm here. I'm ready. Hey, he Good. did some of his best thinking sleeping. Well, so, come on. 
Not really. I still think the best line of the entire show so far was Trump was right. Look at those coyotes are coming across the border. He warned, he warned us all that stuff. It's just true. Uh, Vince and Jim, in case you don't know, they have this little thing on TV that you might want to go check out called Live in the Water Life. It's on Carbon TV. And uh, I heard uh, little Birdie told me that you guys have uh, re-upped again, so you're going to be on the network still, or what's the deal? Yes, sir. We just uh, signed another one-year deal with Carbon TV. Well, you know, that takes a lot of guts for you to turn down Fox 1. Did you just call Vince a little birdie? A little birdie? A little birdie told me. That's who told you. little birdie told me. And uh, I said, it takes a lot of guts to turn down uh, an offer from Fox 1 and say, no, we're happy where we are. We're going to stay here for another year and all that kind of good stuff. Carbon TV has been really good with us. And, um, you know, it's good for everybody. Well, they, 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 they took us on a chance, you know, and they didn't know what we did or who we were. And for them to offer us another one-year deal is amazing. Well, I think it helped that you brought Jim in on the show, because if it was just you and your brother, it would have been like in a tank uh, a long time ago. I love you too, Braden. Thank you you for the support, buddy. (laughs) I'm just saying, when you bring in a a real professional, you know, not a guy who goes out and goes, uh, walks into Bill's Bait and Tackle and goes, I need some pinfish to go bass fishing. Well, I I can actually tell you the moment I I asked Jim to be my co-host. We were coming back from Miami, from the Miami Boat Show. He wanted me to stop on the Skyway Bridge and propose to him. <laughs> he goes, stop right here. You're going to propose to me right here? Yeah, right on the top I'm of the like, bridge. Are you kidding me? Yeah, he's asking me as we're crossing the Skyway Bridge. I'm like, <laughs> is this supposed to be like a magical moment? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you pull over there, you'll get surrounded by troopers going, don't jump. Don't do it. Don't do don't it. Don't jump. It's not that bad. It's not that Well, I'm just trying to get him to marry me and be on my show. <laughs> okay, maybe it is that bad. Maybe you do need to take a leap. Yeah, I don't dude, know. Run. Yeah. <laughs> Well, now you guys are going to be on it again, and uh, nothing has changed. Still living the water life. Yes, sir. And uh, if you don't have Carbon TV, if you have an Xbox, uh, if your kids have an Xbox, you can download the app into your Xbox. You can have it on your phone, your tablet. Uh, The good thing about Carbon TV is kind of like our show. We always put the podcast up so you can literally listen to our show anytime you want to. You don't have to wait for a certain time exactly, or you know, DVR it or any of that other stuff. I mean, you can go to Carbon TV and, um, you know, you guys, your show's on there, but there's almost, there's something there's for everybody There's a lot there. out there. I mean, if you like uh, mudding and trucks and, uh, you know, guys getting crazy out in the woods, uh, they got that. If you got... Uh, you want to do freshwater fishing, saltwater fishing, uh, archery, guns. They even got cooking shows out there now for like wild game cooking show. It's really cool. You got to check it out. And, and not only that, they also have like homespun things like how to, you know, if you want to learn how to make a quilt or, you know, whatever these old country, you know, store shows and things like that. Stuff that you wouldn't normally see or um, on regular TV you can find on there. It's I think it's a little bit better than the YouTube thing. You don't have commercials flying up in your face every five minutes. Uh, you know, it's not uh, some guy sitting there going, well, uh, I uh, killed this buck. I was using a Primos, uh, gamma, <laughs> and I shot it with a Rage. You get about 460 grain, and with my, uh, my, uh, you know, I mean, you get a spiel. Uh, no matter what you do, of, of covering sponsorships. We have, a, we have a killer team. I mean, that's why, you know, Captain Jim joining me on the show. You know, we, we brought on one heck of a producer, and, and we're excited to... Uh, What's her name? Welcome her on board. You might you might recognize her voice. Go ahead and say hi. Hi. I'm the new producer. What? Why did Sucker. you do that? Why, why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm doing a little editing for the show, and I, I enjoy 
editing, so that's one of my. Are they paying you yet? Not we're, yet. We're working on it. Jeez, hold your horses. You know, the cart oh, before the horse. Oh, this poor girl. If I could just <laughs> tell you the stories of the, we're working on it. Go ahead and put that on your calendar. Hey, who got us the trip? Who paid for it? And who paid for the equipment? The sponsors. All of us. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Aaron, expect those 2 a.m. phone calls after they've been nope. drinking or got back from the boat and go, Aaron, I got this really great idea for the show. Here's what I need you to do. I'm well, ready. Yeah. Okay. She's a night owl anyway, so it's I all am. good. Well, and I, I got to talk about our camera guy, Brandon Corwin. This dude. I saw him with a really nice redfish this bro. past week. Did you help him catch that or did he go do it on no, his he, own? No, he did it on his own. Uh, he He's... He's a heck of a fisherman. He and he does it all from shore. Well, cast nets do that. You know, they catch everything. No, no, he's... <laughs> <laughs> you get that barracuda cast net, you throw it out there, you know, you're covering a good uh 20, 40 feet, you know, you, you catch a lot of stuff. Yes, we are wearing our barracuda hats, but no, we're not catching redfish with cast nets. You can do that. You are legally allowed you to are one. with a cast net. Not this time of year because of the, of the closure in our zone, but once they reopen it. A lot of people don't know that, and we don't like to spread that around because we like to keep that to ourselves. FW, some of the FWC officers don't even know that. That is true. That is true. Sometimes they will I'm have to. I'm not knocking FWC, so don't, you know. Sometimes they have to make a call back. Don't think it's me. Do I'm you not disavow your it. statement? No, he's not. He's just saying. Oh, here we go. Deep be quiet. Shush. Shush. We've got a picture of you in a yearbook with a fishing pole and, uh, yeah. you know, and a cast net, and uh, you're going to need to, they're gonna need to apologize right now. With a redfish and a black drum, he, somebody got some explaining uh, to do. No, Brandon, he's he's really good at what he does. Yeah, and yeah, so, he's amazing. So you got uh, four people on the cruise so far, and uh, do you have you know, some adventures already planned for this year? Or we, we're already what halfway through season two filming? Yes, we are. Yeah, yeah. we got a lot we in the can right really, now. We got some really good um, plans coming up for this uh, this year. Are you going to head up north? I know you guys did uh, Louisiana. I know you went up there with uh, Mr. Duval. Yeah. We had a good time up there. Are I think we're talking about when we go up there next is uh, probably taking the the offshore boat and maybe doing some of the, the oil rig. You know what you need to do? You need to go to California. You need to go over there and go fish off Wait, the coast of California. You need, to, you need to go fish off. You know, there's a story. There's a, there's a story out this week uh, that uh, the state of California is now begging for hunters. Now the state of California, now that they've looked around and the hog population has gone crazy, the deer population has gone crazy, mountain lions everywhere, coyotes running through the streets of L.A. Where do you think their hunters went? Uh, well, they, they probably went to Colorado, Arizona. <laughs> they left. They went to Texas. They went everywhere else. And uh, so now all of a sudden uh, there's not enough hunters to control the wildlife up there. So now uh, all these people are <laughs> they're going – well, we're really friendly with the. Uh, we have very good, uh, you know, game and stuff out here. You need to come out and uh, hunt California. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll go. We'll film it. Sponsored by the Big Wild Outdoor Show. I only ask that if you go, that I'm going to supply you with your ammunition that you must use when you go out there. Why don't you just come with us? I don't want to go to California. Because he'd only be hunting liberals. I mean, he'd have no time to hunt anything else while you're out there. Actually, where I go to visit in California, you don't find too many liberals in Fresno. Because it's an agricultural community. So these guys, you know, they work hand in hand with the federal government. They're screaming, yelling about water. How are we growing your food if you don't give us water? He knows how he beats around, but he never answers the question directly. (laughs) I said I would supply the ammunition. I said, why don't you come with? I, I, I would go. You want to go hunt Fresno? 
Come on, Cletus. Go out there and uh, shoot some stuff in the mountains out there? Let's go. Yeah, but you guys were going to go for fishing. We can do both. I don't want to go in the Pacific. We can do both. I don't want to do that. I want to go great white hunting. Yeah, definitely okay. illegal. It'd still be fun. <laughs> it's not illegal to hook them and then tag them and do research. research. Oh, as far as I know here, if you catch one off the beach, if you as soon as you find out it's a great white, you better cut that line. Because if you bring it up onto the beach, you, you, you'll get in serious trouble for that. Great white's one of the ones that you don't mess with, at least legally. How are they going to prove, in your mind, that you knew that Doesn't that was matter a great if white you had, If you had um, any suspicion that it was a great white, like you saw it, that's part of the lot like you can't take that on the beach to unhook it in my as mind you see it's a great white you need that in my line. mind it is a nurse shark all the way up until the beach <laughs> it is if a i'm catching shark. great whites off the beach i, I don't want to be the beach. shark nose there you go it's a shark <laughs> nose. i thought it was a mako makos are easy right you can keep a mako yeah True. it's you know we get makos come through here this now, time of year they can't assume that they know what you know i mean that's just one of those things it's kind of like that whole we had that whole thing where you couldn't go and uh, chum in the water out on the beaches, you know, and you couldn't fish on that. Use if you puppies put, as bait or something. If you, uh, if you put a bag on the side of a kayak and put it out six feet outside of, uh, of the zone there, that's I, perfectly legal. I will tell you, though, uh, in my shark fishing past, the biggest sharks that I've ever caught and the hookups of those sharks have came within... 50 to 75 yards of people swimming on a beach. Oh, sure. And uh, how many were great whites? None. That's right. They were all nurse sharks. So anyway, <laughs> it is the Big and Wild Outdoors taking a fast break. We are brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford. We're back with the Big and Wild Morning Show. Braden Gunn's about to close this thing out for you. And, you messed uh, up. He was, <laughs> you missed the post. He was so excited to get going that I just didn't let him do it. We you were missed the post. The we were waiting for the guitar to kick in, fool. Huh. How long have you been? He's been away a long time. How long have you been away from the producer? I didn't seat? have my headphones on. <laughs> There's oh music playing right oh, now. Mr. I didn't studio. have my headphones on. Hey, there it is. Number one rule in the studio. You know what? We're going to have to do it over. Play okay, wait, yeah, start, start, start. One more time. One more time. Okay. Restart. Here we go. I'll show you how to do yeah, this. Ready? Yeah, get please. ready. Wait, we got to wait for her. She's got to push the button. Okay. okay. No pressure. Ready? And go. Action. What? We're getting the one finger oh, thing. MG. One minute. Okay, take two. Ready and action. Shelby, push okay. it. No, that's that not it? it. That wasn't the one. No, you got to start over again. Nope. nope. We're not nope. going to start the show until it's done. Nope. I mean, I feel like we should just take it to an uncomfortable point. <laughs> that's what I'm <laughs> just <get> real, <laughs> We're going to make it really embarrassing. Quiet. She's stressing. She's sweating. Mm-hmm. Bullet, bullet the blue sky. There we go. This See? is it? Are this is what was playing? All right, listen. Just listen. Shh. Mic's okay. off. Ready to go. Now? No! Okay. Wait for it. Right now. No. No. Right here. No. Shh. Turn his mic off. Don't do that. Oh, I feel it. You feeling it? I'm feeling it up. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Oh, that's how it's done, rookie. Braden, Vince, Dean, and Captain Pollard here in the studio. Yes. 
Given a re-education. Yes. This is why you have a CMA award. I, you are the man. I'm just trying. I'm trying to help Justin. Because, you know, there's rumors floating around that he's going to try to get back in uh, the spotlight. So uh, we need to hone his skills. Get him back up to the level where he is. It's been a while. Is all I'm saying. It's been a while. Yeah, it has. Yeah, you got to wait for the... The, the solo you know, here's the thing i had no head drama <laughs> dramatics don't you, don't you i just ever, i just saw you two being like you know buffoonish and looking at each other with love eyes and, <laughs> and i was like i guess we're not coming back you guys just gonna love on each other for the next 10 minutes no we're gonna wait till the guitar hits and then we're, we're well no i know yeah no i know uh, you know how quickly I forget our old opening for uh, radio rejects you know that we had to wait to a certain point before we even started the show well, I thought I would have figured Vince had that like queued up in the booth because you know, but I don't know. He he's got a new uh, producer apparently working over on our side of the glass. So. How did you scam her into that? What did you offer her? You know what? Don't you worry I about what know. I do on my side I'm of the world. I'm just looking out for her. Is hey, all I'm saying. How many free? Hey, how many free? Good morning, Jonathan. Trips? Shut these knuckleheads up. What's many, up, man? How many okay. free fishing trips did you get out of this? She's thing? going with us on our next trip. So oh, zip it, there, Sparky. Oh, I got it. See how it Jonathan works. reel it in, brother. Jonathan knows what okay. he's talking about. He knows how to do what? this. Um, okay, so is this like uh, circa 2005 Radio Reject? Yes. What are we doing here? This Don't hate what, because you're not here. This is what happens when you leave oh, the studio. I'm, trust, trust me, right now, I am highly, highly entertained. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you know, and that's the flavor. That's the flavor of the morning. Well, how are you guys doing down there in Fort Myers? Have you found Bill George yet? Oh, we, he's walking around scaring small children. <laughs> he's got- is he Just wearing his bright George fashion? Is he wearing his bright Hawaii Five O shirt? Of course. Uh, I will give you. Uh, you get three guesses, and the first two don't count. Of what solid colored bright shirt he's wearing today? Pink. I'm going to say it's green, orange. We have a wiener. Uh, I, I, he went with the green. He went with the neon green. <laughs> Same thing that Vince is wearing in the studio today. As a matter of fact, what's the shirt say? Uh, what's that say on there? I don't know. It says something about girls. No, it says living the water life. Oh, you jerk. Is that what it says? <laughs> Well, now what are you guys gonna do? What are you guys doing down there today? Are you doing some seminars? You doing uh, selling some bows? Uh, oh, we've got a few things in the booth. We've got targets. We've got analogics. We've got one and done feeders. We've got bows. We've got this. Yeah, pretty much a smattering of everything. And then I think uh, I think Bill is on at one, and I'm on at two. So they uh, they get to throw peanuts at us. So we'll have some fun with that, I'm sure. Uh, well, now this show is uh, the same one that's going to be heading up this way here pretty soon. Uh, if you're uh, in our heading down, Tampa, yep, yeah, yep. down in the Fort Myers area, it's the uh, Florida Sportsman Show Expo going on out there, where you have all kinds of great information. Uh, I guess everybody's going to be kind of gearing up, not just for fishing, but turkey season right around the corner too. So, be a good time oh, yeah. to get your stuff down there. Oh yes. And I just want to say how much I miss you guys. Oh, so. Well, we appreciate it. It's nice to see that you're actually somewhere not in the woods with a chainsaw. <laughs> well, you know, it's not. And not uh, yeah, well, what are you talking about? Not being in the firewood business. I mean, you got to take a break every once in a while. <laughs> I guess there are a lot of people up in that uh, neck of the woods of Florida that are in the firewood business these days. Well, uh, it's it, it, it's getting better. But all I can say is, is continue to pray and any aid you can send North Florida would be greatly appreciated. Yeah, I, I think that uh, you're our constant reminder of just how bad things are up there. And I know that we said it here on the show that, you know, when you're far away from it, it's hard to see it every day. 
and the devastation <laughs> that happened up there. But with you going up there almost every other weekend, uh, trying to get things squared away, that just tells you uh, the stuff that people are still going through every single day up there. It's, it's not. It's not good. Well, you know, you guys were talking about uh, uh, great whites earlier, and you know what the the motto is of a great white shark when it comes to eating a whale, right? No. Please tell us. One bite at a time. Oh, one bite at a time. (laughs) (laughs) It makes sense. Hey, I got to keep up with Justin this morning. (laughs) He's rare this morning. Good luck. I don't think we can here in the studio because you remember – He's all pent up. He's been away for a year, so he's got it's like an explosion. That's all got, I can say. He's got a lot of stuff that's got to come okay. out. New rule: don't say any jokes while somebody's got a mouthful of drink. That's not bad. Good thing to happen. <laughs> it's another kind of explosion. Yeah, and uh, it, yeah. It's, it's twice as bad when you're driving. <laughs> well, now you guys are going to be in there uh, today and tomorrow, or no tomorrow? Yep. Uh, of course, it's open. We're nine to five today. We're ten to four tomorrow. It's at the Lee Civic Center, which I know our we got the, the, the Tampa folks and all that. Probably might not see any of you guys down here, but I mean, it's only about an hour and forty five minute drive, and it's really pretty down here. Yeah, well, I know that the uh, the turkey dealio is going to be going on pretty soon. Uh, it's going to be uh, – it's that time of year. I mean, we, there's more stuff going on than we can all get to do. I know Captain yep. Jim's going to be uh, probably out on the water until uh, November here. Coming up pretty soon, he's going to be uh, stuck out there in the boat. Have to put a bathroom out there and a, a place to live. Oh, he's good. Because <laughs> between the charters easy, easy. <laughs> between the charters and uh, Vince dragging him out there all the time filming stuff, it's going to be uh, kind of tough. So, uh, well, have fun down there. Stay uh, stay yeah, awake cool. and uh, do what you got to do, man. Are you going to be back in here next weekend, or are you going to book somewhere else? Uh, we will see. It's dude, <laughs> right now. You know, right now, with what you just said with the property and everything else, it's Jonathan doesn't know probably in like six hour sections. So I'll see so you next week. Yeah. <laughs> it, all can it can all change at the drop of the hat. Like that. Well, that's so. true. We'll just go ahead and make plans now. Dean, you in for next weekend, or, or you know? Um, next yep. weekend is my big bass tournament. Oh, oh that's right. So you're out. Well, then, Vince, are you? What? Oh, he's what? over there selling already. <laughs> Once again, I'm still not getting an invite, and I'm sitting right here. I'm sitting wow. right here. I was going around the room. You did not. I, I'm going to start you with Dean. You jumped to Dean, and then you went back to Vince as if like no. I was some kind of barrier here. You're, you're <laughs> cellophane. <laughs> if you were just going to wait, I'll say, Vince, is, yeah, see what you're missing. Jonathan, we miss you, brother. You're in the best place yeah, you could be in. Aaron, good luck. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yeah. See you, man. Have fun down there. Thanks right, for bro. calling. See, See you, Justin. All right, Aaron. Who else do we got? Give it to us. See ya. All right. Who's next? Oh, no. Is it Bill? Bill? Who's this? Bill Porganic. Oh, Bill hey, from Porganic. How you doing, Bill Burkett? What's going on, man? Not much, guys. How you doing today? I'm doing good. You know, I went to visit your boy Rob, uh, Robert, yesterday yeah. out at Smoking Aces. Good. Uh, was he uh, was he running around like a uh, Smurf on crack out there? Yes, he was. <laughs> but uh, I tell you what, he, he still makes a really good pork sandwich, and that's what I went there for. Good. Uh, I'm, he, I'm so I'm so glad that he's uh, he's able to do so well in this business. I really am. I like to see small businesses like that do well. Well, I know he was talking uh, good things about you again, as he always does. And uh, apparently, you guys are going to be working on some stuff together, which is good news. Yeah, so what we've decided to do is take the barbecue team to the next level now, and we're we're, uh, we're actually going to file the uh, 501c3 
paperwork to make the uh, barbecue team a, uh, a nonprofit, and uh, I want don't do it. Hopefully, this isn't, hopefully this isn't a mistake. But I want Robert to be on the uh, board of advisors uh, for that uh, because apparently he knows a lot about barbecue. Yeah, so, apparently, uh, I, I mean, you know, he's he's no. uh, he's uh, been doing it for quite some time. <laughs> so apparently, he knows what he's doing. When but it what comes does barbecue up? and five hundred one c threes have to do with each other? Like that's that's the disconnect. What, what's up with that? Obviously, you don't listen to the show. Well, what, I just want to give me a brief summation. What Bill what, d- what Bill does is he actually goes out and uses his own money and his own time, cooks barbecue, raises a bunch of money, and donates it to uh, usually uh, when it comes to uh, anything with the veterans, Black Dagger. Yeah, but can't uh, you do that without mm-hmm. a five hundred one c three? Well, he's been doing it that way, but uh, there's a lot of expenses when it comes to cooking meat. What is that? Just a write-off? Yeah, and, then you just so, get to write that expense off, or I mean, what's the what's the benefit of the five hundred one c three? Because I'm just wondering. So one of the one of the benefits is that you can have other five hundred one c threes actually help you out, like Black Dagger, for example. Um, Dave Winters can actually help us do or accomplish other things if we are a five hundred one c three. Vice, it's just Bill and his you know barbecue pit smoker uh, going and doing stuff. So that's that's one of the big advantages of that. And then, two, it's really just the name of just being able to say, to tell the public that, hey, we're a nonprofit organization that can help donate money to other nonprofits. And, you know, that really gives a lot more accreditation to the public or to your team uh, with the public. Yeah, and I think it does help out when you're looking for uh, sponsors or donations or anything. Yeah, that legitimization. Else, like I think you're absolutely right. I so just, it's not just some guy out there going, hey, man, why don't you give me a thousand bucks and I'll go donate it for you? And you're going, really? But on the same token, I mean, you know, just as a conservative guy, I ask this question of everybody that goes the 501c3 route because the thing is, is eventually you're going to be told what to say and what to do and, and where to stack your empties. And so, you know, I just Obviously feel like people that go him. this route, I mean, you know, I, well, no, and I would imagine, uh, you know, that, that he would go a different way if that came to the case. But, but why even go down? He doesn't need to answer anybody because he has the whole entire special forces of the United States military behind him. You go fight him. I'm not doing that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Good luck with that one. <laughs> hey, Bill, can you hang on yeah. through the break? We'll, we'll uh, kick Justin yeah, out of the room and we'll actually talk about some fun stuff instead of beating you up on the 501C, all right? <laughs> no, I like I like the artillery rounds coming in. So, yeah, I need somebody to shoot at me for the Well, it is what yeah, you I, do. Uh, hold on. Most warriors like to be shot at while they're actually having a good time. <laughs> so I understand. So yeah. hang on for us. We're going to take a real quick break. We are brought to you by the Big and Wild Outdoors and, of course, G5 Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford. Stay with us. Punch it, Shelby. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, Vince, Dane Frazier. Got Justin in the studio and Captain Jim Pollard, who got drug in here as well. Uh, on the phone, we have uh, Mr. Bill Burkett from Porkganic Barbecue. Uh, before the break, we were talking a little bit about the fact that you're going to be going uh, uh, full-on, what is it, 501C dealio and uh, yeah. be, out, be out there and be able to get your stuff done. But I don't think a lot of people know just how much you do out there for the uh, – Especially for the military and for guys uh, like like uh, Dave and Black Dagger and uh, Wounded Warriors in action and all that kind of good stuff where your money goes to help those guys get guys and growls back out in the woods. Whether it be hunting, whether it be fishing, whether it be bird watching, turkey hunting, whatever it is they want to do, they go and get it done. Yeah, we, uh, we, we do kind of help each other out a lot of times. And so, you know, Dave has helped me out uh, exponentially uh, with, with a lot of different things. And then, you know, we will uh, throw 
you know, not only they, but others, uh, you know, as much support, press, you know, funds as we can. We, uh, we just wrapped up Pig Fest about two weeks ago there out in Lakeland, and we had a great time out there. We had uh, a lot of folks that came by and saw us specifically. They said, hey, you know, we've seen you guys there for the last two or three years. Your meatloaf is incredible. We came out here just for the meatloaf. One, one lady even bought an entire tin just of the meatloaf, about two pounds of, of meatloaf. And wow. was, uh, uh, she, she asked for a spoon, and as she was walking off, she <laughs> had the tin. She was holding it, and she was just eating the meatloaf right out of the tin. And so we like to see people, uh, I mean, from a, from a vendor standpoint, you like to see that. From a, from a health-conscious person, you don't like to, you, you kind of cringe sometimes when people do this stuff like that. But uh, <laughs> we, you know, the other, the other thing that we, uh, that I failed to mention uh, with the 501c3, the nonprofit, the other benefit that we have is that we're always looking for volunteers because I, I can't afford to pay anyone. Every, about 98% of our, you know, monies, uh, either go uh, into the cost of what it was for the barbecue competition, and the rest of it goes into um, uh, non- other nonprofits. Uh, I may keep uh, 2% of the profits, but that, of course, goes back into equipment and things like that. But, you know, one of the things with the 501c3 is that uh, you can actually get volunteers from the public. You can go on websites like uh, um, uh, volunteermatch.org, I think it is, and type in all your information, and there's always people looking to contribute back to the community, to give back to things. I couldn't do that just as, again, you know, Bill with his uh, barbecue smoker, I couldn't do that. I can't just go on a, a uh, social media uh, or a public website and put in information and say, hey, show up at this time. And Yeah, uh, can't you can rely on people like that. Credit. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, that, you know, that's how serial killers are. Uh, that, that's yeah, well, how serial killers of the world would uh, breed on that. Well, plus that also weeds out the people like me who would really uh, not really be there to volunteer and be there more as a sampler. Yeah. <laughs> be well, more like a, You know, you you guys over at the uh, station are, uh, you know, I, I do have, so the nonprofit that I'm standing up, I have about six or seven boards of uh, board of advisors, but I do have you guys specifically put on the, uh, articles of incorporation as the uh, research and development team. Ah, there we go. We can do that for you. <laughs> well, yeah. Bill, uh, good so, luck in it, man. We appreciate it. Give us a call again. Let us know what's coming up in the future. Uh, we got to kind of get going along here, but uh, seriously, dude, yeah. what you do is great work, and I know if uh, people want to go get more information, they can go to Porganic, which is on Facebook and everywhere else in yep. the world. So Porganic Barbecue, and that is Porganic, like Pork Organic, so it's pretty yep. easy to find. But, Bill, thank you so much, and thank you for all you do, my man. Thank you for your service. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, guys. We'll talk to you later. You're welcome, buddy. See you. We'll talk to you all soon. Right. Uh, great guy. Seriously, he puts a lot of effort into his barbecue. And uh, Yesterday, I went and visited Robert out at Smoking Ace's Barbecue, and he said, so I heard you guys uh, really liked uh, Bill's meatloaf. And I said, yeah, he goes, yeah. We're going to have to have a competition. Mine, I know. I'm I a little hungry right now listening to it. Mine's better. Uh, but uh, earlier we were talking about our event with the uh, Panfish Challenge coming up in June uh, with uh, with the kids. Uh, we wanted to reiterate the fact that uh, we'll have more information on our Facebook page and everywhere so that you can get that in the future. Uh, that's still a little bit away. But coming up soon, uh, our good friends over at Twisted Limbs Boat Fishing has an event coming up here that you guys are actually going to be involved in, right? We live in the water life? Yeah, actually next weekend it's the uh, Future of Boat Fishing Take a Teen event. 
and uh, Big Daddy Sport Fishing, Living the Water Life. We're actually one of the sponsors of the event, and we're going to go out and take these kids boat fishing. So I'm on Jim's boat. We're going to film it and put together a little video for them. We're looking forward. It's next Saturday night from uh, 5 p.m. to midnight. So the kids get a copy of the video, too? So that'd be a lifetime memory. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, it's going to be cool. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I know you want to get some kids on your boat. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward. I love doing you know stuff like that. With so you have to kick about 20 of your kids off of there, right? <laughs> what did you say this morning before we left the house? I'm like, he's going to make a comment. Well, yeah, of course. Because, uh, you know, I, you know uh, Captain Jim breeds like rabbits. But anyway... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I think it's a good thing that you guys are doing, and I, I just wanted to bring up the fact that I think it's interesting because Dean said he didn't start hunting till later on in life, and you, the first time you ever went bow fishing was this past year, and yeah. now you're literally addicted to oh it. Oh, my God. It's so much fun. I know. It's like it's uh, once insane. you did it, but you, in your wildest dreams as growing up, would you have ever thought about going bow as fishing? As a kid, never would have thunk of it in a million years. Yeah. But once you did it, it was like, oh, oh dude, I want to go do it all the time. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, Barrett, I got I to gotta get my bow. I got to do this. I got to get into it. Yeah, I'm actually, uh, I need to come see, see you. I want to get a bow. For when I go off so, No, you need to go see Jonathan, not me. You need Jonathan for that. He'll hook you up, man. He'll get you yeah. going. Where are you going? Coffee. Oh, coffee. He's running low. <laughs> Just walk around. Why does he wait till the last minute of the show to go get coffee? I don't know. I mean, he's for the ride home. I don't it's, know. It's the dust. We got to knock it off. Well, yeah. Uh, Jonathan can hook you up with any kind of bow rig that you want uh, when you want to go out there. Well, now, what are you going to do offshore with it? Shoot Goliath grouper <laughs> with it? I don't understand. No, no. There's, I mean, there's specific <laughs> species that you're not allowed to target and all that because Yesterday I was offshore and um, and uh, the amount of triple tail that I came across, I was like quickly busted out my phone. I'm like, can I, you know? Oh yeah, you can. If I can, uh, no, you can't. To my knowledge, you can't shoot triple tail. Uh, Kobe are still uh, Kobe, still legal, right? Yeah, Kobe are legal, and there's a ton of them coming out. There's they're coming out of the woodwork right now, real big ones. I think you can shoot as many flying fish as you want. So if you want to go, give that a shot. <laughs> I, I, not with a bow. No, I've tried it with a you know. Thought about bird shot clay pigeons, yeah. As we as we as we used to <laughs> like to, a whole another show. We used to like to we used to like to call them sea quail <laughs> because when they take off, they're like like quail going everywhere, and you it's put a guy. It's almost like a, you know skeet shooting or trap shooting. I mean, you're up on the bow, the you know, twelve it's, gauge, and you're just sitting there waiting, and they'll, you it's know, just the, it's the fun way to don't chum. point the gun down while you're waiting. You don't put a hole in the bow of the boat. Well, that's what we used to always say. It's the fun way to chum. You go out and you hunt sea quail for uh, about uh, 30 minutes or so. You create a nice slick and the kingfish and everything come running right in. It's all good. <laughs> you never done that before, sea quail hunting? No. Oh, it's fun. You don't get to, you don't get to take too many of them home, but because <laughs> they're kind of hard to find after they get hit, but it's uh, it makes for a good chumming. It's Basically easy a mullet chum. with wings. It, it is. It's basically a mullet, a mullet with wings. I don't know if anybody's ever tried to eat one. Have you tried to eat one, Dean? You're the fish guy. A flying fish? No. No, Dean's no, eating everything. I, He's I, eating ladyfish. He's I, eating. Uh, I have actually not done that. But you, you, you would. I, I wouldn't. We be know some people that would. <laughs> now, wait a minute. I have this uh, Asian Before lady. We... She loves to, to take my uh, fish heads, and she made some ladyfish patties for me. I kid you not, to me, it was like chewing on a marinated rubber band. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was really great. I was really shocked that you gave me that answer. It's like the guys who still eat tarpon. I just don't get it. But anyway, uh, thank you for everybody listening in this morning. Don't forget, we're on a podcast. So when Bill George gets back from Fort Myers, he'll have it up as soon as possible. But we'll see you guys next Saturday. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. Have a great weekend, you guys. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Justin. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Dean. Thanks, Kevin.